Yo. Hey, what's up with you? All right, I don't know how. Is this just uh, is this just recording Record. that video? Yeah, it's no video. It's just recording uh, what we say. Oh, perfect, perfect. That's cool. Yeah. All right, I'm uh, that's good because I I don't have the the background to be. Uh, it's not pretty right now. Same thing. I'm driving. So for everybody that doesn't know, this is my podcast. James Champagne. This is my first episode of having a guest on my podcast. So we all learning together. I got on the podcast today, uh, Sir David Sanders Sr. So David, tell them about yourself. What's going on, great people? Like you said, my name is David Sanders Sr. I'm the father of six kids. I am the youngest of six children. My mom has six. I've uh, been in the United States Army for 13 years as a human resources profession, professional. Excuse me. Uh, my interests are leadership, boxing, reading, writing. I currently am the founder of the Leading Young Leaders um, system. We've also started a mentorship session, a virtual mentorship session, and I've been uh, coaching boxing for a little over a decade. Um, I am here to uh, collaborate with uh, Mr. Champagne under some leadership uh, slash life growth. And I'm excited on uh, I'm excited to be here on today and I'm very honored. Thank you for having me though. Anytime, anytime. Uh so next to David through Facebook. Um I post a lot of videos, workout videos, speeches, messages, motivation, inspiration, whatever you wanna call it. Pretty much whatever comes to mind or any topic of discussion that they are speaking about. Uh, I'll make a, a Facebook live usually and, and or I'll post it on my YouTube channel and I start talking about it and we connected like that and I did um, one of David's mentorship sessions through Zoom a time last week so I'm pretty excited about that so tell them the topic that you told me about uh, last night that, that you want to talk about today David yeah so I'm, uh, we've been diving into accountability and responsibility for the month of May on the mentorship sessions. And, um, and last week we, we discussed delegating. And so it, it, uh, it inspired me to, to look at the link between accountability and responsibility and self-awareness and self-regulation. So, there is a, a paradoxical cycle um, where, where one perpetu- perpetuates the other. And what I mean by that is the more self-aware, self the self, more self-aware and self-regulated we are, um, the better um, we are at being uh, responsible and accountable. And likewise, the more responsible and accountable we are, the more, the better our self-awareness and uh, self-regulation uh, becomes. 
like it. I like it. Um, I think for me, from my opinion or my perspective, uh, accountability and responsibility is both important. Uh, matter of fact, I was talking with a client earlier today uh, about getting, well, she's, she's getting herself in shape and she's made progress, but she's looking to get to that next level. And... Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sorry about that. No fun. I don't know that I'm here anymore. You are the company that you keep and in order to accomplish what you really want to accomplish and you have to you have to real life take ownership of your life and that might be and that goes with decision making, that goes with maybe sacrificing certain things, sacrificing certain crowds. You have to make a change. In order to see change, you have to be the change. What do you think about that, David? I think you're absolutely correct. So I'll go ahead and be honest. I heard about um, 10% of that towards the end, which yeah. I think is a summary of uh, everything you were talking about. For whatever reason, our phone went out. But what I did hear you say is that uh, if we want change, we have to take personal accountability for that change. Um, and, and I think that having a sense of awareness and regulation uh, promotes that. And what I mean by that is this. A lot of people look at fitness and think that fitness is um, the only thing required to sculpt our bodies. Um, but health is health is crucial to body shape uh, uh, and uh, and fitness. It's crucial to health. Um, when we look at our when we look at our, I mean, excuse me, our diet is crucial to health. So we, we also have to look at the things we eat. And we and when we have the awareness, we uh, we develop the regulation. For instance, I would come home from work, man. And I was I was man, probably the best shape of my life. But I would leave work, and every day I would stop and get a Wendy's uh, double from uh, a, a day's double from Wendy's. And I didn't look at what that was doing to my finances, and I didn't look at what that was doing to my my health my physical health and it wasn't until my son brought it to my awareness that dad every day you come home you know you have Wendy's every day and it, and it hit me that you know um, that sometimes we we're not even aware of our habits because we do them so often we do it so often but if I did that, that often for my son to realize that you know it kind of helped put things into perspective in regards to my physical fitness and so I, I like, you know, like I said earlier, I think that once we, we bring certain bad habits to our awareness, because I thought drives that that 
I thought drives that initial feeling, and that feeling drives that that action or reaction, which ultimately leads to consequences. But when we change that thought, when we change the key, uh, because at the end of the day, it's the cue, right? So passing by Wendy's is the cue. Then our thought is, I have to pull over to grab a cheeseburger because it's, you know, it's religion. (laughs) Ultimately, we suffer that consequence uh, because our emotion drives us to pull into the parking lot. But if we can change the thought once we have, once we, uh, once we experience the cue, maybe it's smoking, right? I, you know, if I go outside, I light a cigarette. Once we change that that initial, because we can't change the cue. The cue is going to be there. Walking outside is the cue. If I take that thought and I challenge it with a with an additional thought, walking outside, first thought is I can light up a cigarette. But if I walk outside and I, I challenge that thought with, but if I light up a cigarette, that's not promoting good health. If that addition, if that if that immediate. Uh, thought right after that initial thought changes then i'm better able to control my re- my actions and reaction to the to the cue that i uh that i've habitually responded to i like that i like that a few things i want to take from that uh, religion you said something about religion and i like that i think at some point within the next month or so, I might get a pen and paper and start jotting on that. People think about religion and they think about um, church or spirituality, God or whatever they believe in. Right. Um, but religion and habit go hand in hand. Um, religion and commitment, in my opinion, goes hand in hand. So it's about deciding what what are you choosing to be your religion? What are you choosing to be your habits? What are you choosing to commit to? Um, David, can you hear me? I'm sorry. I can't. No, no, no it's okay. I can't now. I, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I was just about to- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy. People contact you at the wrong time. The devil's busy. But anywho, I thought about something. Uh, you said something that made me think about control the controllables. Inga Johnson, who's a motivational speaker, he uh, he spoke on that a few years back about control the controllables. You can control your actions. You can control. You have an idea of controlling your reactions. Wendy's. You can't control you passing up Wendy's. You can't control fast food places on the road as you're driving. But what you can control is if you take your vehicle and you go in that driveway and you go to that drive-through and try and order um, order a burger. That's right. Kids, man, kids pay attention to a lot, uh, especially in our profession as both of us being soldiers. Soldiers, although they're not kids, Soldiers are going to pay attention to what you do, not to what you say. Uh, for the CEOs out there, managers, supervisors, same thing. Your employees, your team members, you can tell them all day what the rule book is. You can tell them your expectations, but you have to practice what you preach. goes with religion. Uh, Michael Jordan, the documentary that just came out last day. He said something about winning has a cost and leadership has a cost. Uh, leadership has a price and winning has a price. 
leadership is not just telling somebody what to do, dictating and overseeing. That's micromanaging. Um, but leadership has points a lot. You are the example. Uh, I, I remember like growing up teachers or coaches to say, lead by example, lead by example. I look back on that now as an adult and I'm like, that's so broad. I, I coach a little league and I tell and I tell my players, you are the example. Like you are the example. If you are gonna talk back, that's what your teammates are gonna talk back. You give it you give in half effort during the drill because it's just practice, guess what? Your your teammates are gonna do the same thing. You know, you if, if you're walking on the field, your teammates are gonna walk to every drill and every section of the field all during practice. What are you doing to separate yourself? And what are you doing to be head and shoulders above your peers? Um, actions, actions, man. Actions, actions is a, is a very vital thing. It can make or break you. It can make or break any situation, for sure. And which goes with accountability. You got to own it. People want to be a leader when the lights are on or when things are going well. But very few want to take that ownership or responsibility when things go downhill or things don't go as planned. That's right. You uh, yeah. you said something, man, that was very profound and it, and it really helped challenge my way of thinking and I appreciate it. Um, so we, we, a lot of people see discipline as a negative, dirty word. But discipline is just a continual practice or a commitment to practice, as you stated earlier, commitment to practice. When we as leaders get complacent or we fail to promote discipline, when we fail to continue a practice that we know is, uh, is edification for whatever we're doing, when we fail to show that discipline, others are watching. And Whenever others aren't mature enough to understand that this is a moment of rest or this is a moment of, you know, um, alternative measures or, or whatever the case may be, whatever we rationalize in our brain, when they don't understand that the difference between, hey, this is at home where I can let my hair down and this is out in public, then we become somewhat embarrassed by our actions or we, we reap the repercussions of that leading that type of leading or that uh or that leadership uh moment that teaching moment for them like you said being out on that field whenever you know one relax and another is new to the game then they think okay this is how to play it's okay it's a separate so when they get on the field yep, the they suffer defeat yep exactly i totally agree someone someone's always watching you uh, Ray Lewis, for those sports fans, Ray Lewis, I challenge somebody to listen to Ray Lewis's Hall of Fame speech on YouTube. And um, he always would tell his kids, somebody's always watching you. For those that are a big Ray Lewis fan, a football fan, if you really study him and you are a real student of the game, uh, Ray Lewis didn't earn a scholarship until three or four days before National Signing Day. Wow. He got that scholarship from the University of Miami. Eric Dickinson was the head coach at the time because the Miami scouting uh, team staff and the coaching staff went to Ray Lewis's final football game. 
he wasn't even on their on their radar. No one was even looking out for Ray Lewis or um, eyeing on him or scouting him. Coach and staff from Miami went to that game for some reason, and they and they and Ray Lewis's actions, but he carried himself. Not only the tackles and the plays that he made, but just the mentality and the intensity and the consistency. Something touched that coaching staff's heart, eyes. That's what Ray Lewis earned the scholarship that day, three days before National Signing Day. And for those leaders, it goes with leaders, employees, soldiers, whoever. If you're living and you're able to get up off the bed and hope your feet touch the ground, somebody always watching you. No matter what, no matter what level you on, no matter what title you have, no matter what, somebody is always watching you. And guess what? The light is always on. The spotlight is the camera is always rolling. So you can talk all day and you can speak a certain language. You can talk about a culture. People are gonna go by what they see. People are going to go by what they see constantly. And that's the culture that you speak, and that's the culture that you're portraying in the world, in the group. That's right. Everybody don't have the same morals. Sometimes morals collide. So doing what's integral, I'd rather rather be on the team of somebody who maintains their integrity throughout than someone who's extremely, extremely talented. And what I mean by that is this, integrity is, is to remain, you know, keep, keep tact. It's, it's to, to, to not be deterred or, or, or yep. distracted by popularity or reputation. Now, there's a, there's a shadow side to this. I don't mean having so much integrity that you're not able to be resilient, that you're not able to bend to meet the objective, but maintain enough integrity to where when challenged, you know, do something that uh, that's popular over something that's moral. You know, I'd rather go with someone that's going to maintain their integrity. You know, um, a lot of a lot of times we find ourselves in professions and in organizations and groups where uh, we get to a place that we seem to be in some type of vertigo, and we just we just follow the crowd with a, with a sheepish mentality. Um, and, and essentially, what I mean is, I'd rather have that person that's able to look at themselves internally and say, hey, this is not of me. This is not what my morals rest upon, you know, and speak up and speak out. Even if what someone is doing is uh, seems uh, productive, I'd rather have somebody that maintains integrity because integrity lasts. Where reputation may take off and it may be trending, I'd rather something of substance, something that's gonna last, you know what I'm saying? Something that's unwaverable and movable. Exactly. Um, in my opinion, uh, integrity goes with credibility. Reputation, in my opinion, goes off of your success rate or your lack of success rate. Um, who, who, who's going to separate themselves from the crowd? It's not easy to be the odd person. It's not easy to be the person that turns opposite direction of the crowd. Or to speak out, everyone can. I'm not gonna go deep into what has transpired the last few days in America, but um, the law enforcement story and situation that transpired 
everyone wants to record, everyone wants to make t-shirts and talk about how this one's at fault and that one's at fault. We can record all day, but that's not saving a life. Who's going to be bold enough to speak out? And you have to, with, with integrity, um, with integrity is knowing how to utilize your experience. There's a time and a place. Don't fight fire with fire, but there is a way to save a life without maybe physically getting involved. In my opinion, sitting back and recording or sitting back and sharing a video, um, not the best way. I'm gonna say it's not the way, but it's not the best way. And we as we as humans have to find other solutions. Don't put no limitations on your solutions. Don't put your limitations on how many lives you can impact. Don't put your limitations on, oh, I did one good thing today. I, I held the door for an old person. That's it. I'll start back tomorrow. Don't put your limitations. Don't put your limitations on yourself. Don't put your limitations on what you're up. Don't put your limitations on your environment. Um, always, always strive to be the very best. Steve Barbie, um, for his for his radio show, he used to he used to start off with his little aim 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 for the aim for the stars uh or aim for, aim for the moon or aim for the stars because if you fall short of those uh if you fall short of the moon at least you're amongst the stars uh that's 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 striving huge that's a huge uh direction to strive but it doesn't have no limitation i would i would never ask anyone to that's right to do something that I'm not willing to do. I've never asked someone to burn the midnight oil or to study more or to watch more film or to check emails at night or to get ahead of their responsibilities if I'm not putting in the work. The great ones, the great ones become the best when they're working when no one else is working. It costs to be the boss. It costs to be the boss and it costs to be a champion. What are you willing what are you willing to pay to be a champion? What are you willing to pay to be a leader? Not just to, not to get the not, not to get the pay, not to fulfill the position just so you can get another promotion later on down the road. What what are you willing to pay? What are you truly willing to pay? If you if you want to get in shape or if you want to work out or if you want to get to the next level, don't say, "Oh, I just want to lose my stomach." Or you know what? I like my top, but I want to I want to get better. Nah, you work on everything. I'm not gonna put the limitations in here. Oh, I just want to work on my stomach. It's, it's it's no it's no such thing as oh. I'm, I'm gonna take a break and, and, and recuperate. I mean, not recuperate, but I'm gonna take a break and decompress on the weekend. Kobe Bryant, who passed, he always did something to perfect his craft. He may have not been in a gym every day, but best believe he was doing recovery. He was stretching. He was in an ice stuff. He was watching film. Same thing with Ray Lewis. Same thing with Jerry Rice. Same thing with 
people that want to be entrepreneurs, you go research for entrepreneurs, the Bill Gates of the world, the Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett reads six, six hours a day. Six hours a day. No matter what, in that 24-hour day, whether he does it early in the morning, whether he does it late at night, at some point, six hours a day, he reading something. What are you willing to pay to get to where you want to be? So as we close this episode out, um, I appreciate it again. This is bear with us with the sound. Do what you got to do. But guess what? The difference between some and the crowd is some are willing towards perfecting their craft. Some are willing to uh, take steps to make a change. With, with experience comes lessons. And guess what? With a, this episode may have not been the best. We probably had technical difficulties. I know it's in the background, but guess what? The Lord provides. God will make it better. Guess what? This, the next episode will be better. Don't let nobody put their limitations on you. People going to make mistakes. As long as you don't make the same mistake twice, and you're doing something right. I really appreciate uh, Mr. David and Mr. Shane for being on, being first, and actually taking time to uh, be on the podcast. Um, just he, he mentioned some things that he's a part of. Find him on Facebook, David Sand, uh, Sandersen, and from there he'll he'll tell you about the mentorship. He'll invite you and all that good stuff. The different uh, Facebook group pages that he's a part of. He's doing great things. And most importantly, he's being diverse. He's not just in the military crowd. He's not just in the African-American community or this race or that race or this gender or that gentleman. He don't have no limitations. I think that's why uh, we gel so Brother, well. it's a blessing what so, you're doing. David, I thank and I'm you so very honored again to be on this podcast. Continue to do this good work, man, and build people in, in their communities. God bless. We'll do. We'll do until next time. All right.